Have you ever asked God to make you a servant? One question I want you to remember not and ask yourself in your daily life is how much time do I spend serving others on a daily basis? If we all stopped and think about this, what would you say? Would you find that 90% of your day is spent serving yourself and only 10% of your time is spent serving others? Or maybe you're doing a little bit better. Maybe 70% of your time is spent focused on you and 30% of your time is focused on others. Or could we even get to an even 50-50? 50% of the time is focused on you and 50% of the time we're serving others. If most of us were honest, we would probably have to say that most of our time is spent serving and thinking about ourselves. But tonight, I'd like to change our focus about to serving others. There are three points I would like to discuss. One, we are commanded to serve others. Two, by serving others, we become better people. And three, by being a servant, we become more Christ-like. First, let's look at a few scriptures that tell us we should serve others. We could start out with the golden rule in Matthew seven twelve: Do unto others as you would have them do unto you. At some point in our lives, we all need help from other people, and we will want others to be there for us. No matter how big and bad you think you are, at some point in your life, someone's going to have to come along and help you along the way. Let us practice the golden rule and be aware of the people around us that need our help. It is specifically commanded of us in verses, in several verses, to become a servant. First, let's look at Matthew 20, verse number 26. It reads, It shall not be so among you, but whoever would be great among you must be your servant. Next, let's look at a verse that says about the same thing, Matthew twenty three, eleven. It reads, The greatest among you shall be your servant. In both of these verses, Jesus says to be great, we have to serve others. This means that we should not be selfish and only think about what we want, but we should always look for opportunities to serve other people. Next, let's look at Philippians chapter 2, verses 3 through 7. Do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility count others more significant than yourselves. Let each of you not look only to his own interests, but also to the interests of others. Have this mind among yourselves, which is yours in Christ Jesus, who, though he was in the form of God, did not count equality with God a thing to be grasped, but emptied himself by taking the form of a servant and being born in the likeness of man. In our daily lives, if we put our selfish ambitions first, we should always remember Christ and how even though he was equal to God, he wasn't above serving other people. Now let's look at Romans 12, verses 6 through 7. Having gifts that defer according to the grace given to us, let us use them. If prophecy in proportion to our faith, if service in our serving, the one who teaches in his teaching. God has given each and every one of us a special gift, and we should use this gift to help out others. It's like the parable of the talents, if you would turn to Matthew 25, verses 14 through 30. The master, in this case, or God, gives each of his servants talents according to their ability. He gives one of them five, he gives the other one two, and he gives the third one one talent. The one that that he gave five went and made five more. The one who had two went and made two more. But the one 
that he gave one to buried his talent because he was afraid. To the one he made five, he said, Well done, my good and faithful servant. And to the one that he gave two and made two more, he also said, Well done, my good and faithful servant. But if you look in verse 30 of Matthew 25, it talks about what he did to the one talent man. And he cast the worthless servant into the outer darkness. In that place, there'll be weeping and gnashing of teeth. He cast away the servant because he was too afraid to use the gifts that God had given to him. Let us not be like the one talent man, and we, but we should be using the gifts that God has given us to serve others to the full extent. Second, we're going to look at how when we serve others, we become better people. Not only does the Bible say that when we serve others that we will become better people, but also the scientific world has proven this fact true. According to a study done at New York University a few years ago, scientists studied the benefits of people serving others, and some of these are people were more happy, people had reduced stress, they had lower blood pressure, and people felt more confident in themselves after serving others. All these benefits are great, but we shouldn't serve for our own benefit, but we should serve because of what God did for us. Let's look at 1 Peter 4, 8 through 10. Above all, keep loving one another earnestly, since love covers a multitude of sins. Show hospitality to one another without grumbling. As each has received a gift, use it to serve one another as good stewards of God's varied grace. Serving should keep us humble, and at the proper time, God will exalt us for our service. We should not serve others just so that we can tell other people to look at me, look at how good I am, look at how I've served other people. We should always be humble when we serve. Now let's look at Galatians five thirteen through 15. For you are called the freedom, brothers. Only do not use your freedom as an opportunity for the flesh, but through love serve one another. For the, for the whole law is fulfilled in one word. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. But if you bite and devour one another, watch out so, you not, so that you are not consumed by one another. We should not be like people in this world and just live the life to the fullest and see what we can get out of it for ourselves. We should always seek out opportunities to help out others in their day-to-day life. And third, by serving others, we will become more Christ-like. Jesus was the ultimate servant. Let's look at John 13, verses 1 through 20. As we we all know, this is the passage of Scripture where Jesus washes his disciples' feet. I'm going to read for you verses 14 through 16, which read, If I then, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you also ought to wash one another's feet. For I have given you an example that you also should do just as I have done for you. Truly, truly, I say to you, a servant is not greater than his master, nor is a messenger greater than the one who sent him. One of the last lessons that Jesus taught his disciples was that of service. He took the form of one of the lowest people in their society, but he was the greatest person on earth. He should not have had to done that. Let's look at Philippians 2, 3 through 9. Let's 
Let us start in verse 5, actually. Philippians 2, 5 through 9. Have this mind among yourselves, which is yours in Christ Jesus, who, though he is in the form of God, did not count equality with God a thing to be grasped, but emptied himself, taking the form of a servant, being born in the likeness of men, and being found in human form, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. Therefore God has highly exalted him and bestowed on him the name that is above every name. Jesus loved by serving, and he loved by serving. He never placed himself in a position above others. He taught others, washed his disciples' feet, fed thousands of people, healed the sick, raised the dead, and spent time with people that no one else cared to spend time with. He lived a life of service and humility. But most importantly, he took the form of a servant and was obedient even to death on a cross. Now let's look at 1 Peter 5, 4. And when the chief shepherd appears, you will receive the unfading crown of glory. If we stay faithful in this life, serve others, and follow what the Bible teaches, we will receive the crown of life. To be a servant means we genuinely need to care about the needs of other people. It's keeping our eyes, hearts, and schedules open for opportunities to serve. No task was below Jesus, nor is any person unworthy of him. So ask yourself tonight, how much time do I spend a day serving others? Are you too busy? Are your schedules too full to stop and serve others? But Or are you placing your personal gain above serving others? Practice placing others first and ask God to help you do this in your life. As we have seen, serving others is very important. But most importantly, Jesus came to this earth, became a servant, and died for the remission of our sins. Tonight, let us live by his motto of serving others.